Hey everybody, this is Jim with Go Get Your Shine Box. We are at it with another episode um, with Dr. Doom. Good evening everybody, Paul from North Jersey, your favorite retard savant and soothsayer and yeah, crazy I was, joe <laughs> i was called out i was called out tonight for the uh, aloha i was called i was referred to as aloha joe so uh, we'll just say hello from new germany tonight oh uh, that's for my buddy scott yes yeah we'll let, we'll, uh, we'll let that go he, he wanted to let you know that uh, tulsi is on uh, the council of foreign relations we can look that up later I can't wait for the claymation match coming up. <laughs> Do, are we gonna always are we gonna always start with Tulsi? I mean, yeah, I think I, it's, it's we it's don't okay. have to. We you know, Joe, to. I think what you're doing is a psychological operation, actually. Mm, you so, think so? Yeah, because but, uh, um, I don't I don't know you know the way I feel about her, and and I seem to be talking about her every week. What the frick? Well, <laughs> so. I I really appreciate where she's going and and her, um, you know what she's. Um, her podcasts and in her new outlook i mean it, it it's very very refreshing so you know I'm, I'm going with it you know all right and i reminded joe yeah kanye used to say all the cool shit to get in on our side listen too, listen remember? don't even say that don't even say the the ye and words on our <laughs> site okay because that's one crazy son of a bitch yeah it's it's speaking uh, of crazy <laughs> Has anybody heard about this Twitter drop thing? Who hasn't heard about it? Yeah. I well, uh, if you listen to CNN, New York Times, uh, NBC, ABC, you haven't heard about it. No. All that you've heard no. is uh, some big nothing burger. As a matter of fact, we, we have, a, we have a, um, a few clips tonight, and I think we're going to end up being the last one. It doesn't matter. We can mix it around if it turns out that way um, with a little... Uh, uh, nuanced to take on on that very thing coming from NS and uh, NSMB whatever the frig see MSLSD yeah oh those two yeah so but yeah to, just to move along um, as probably half the world knows um, the, the sane half uh, Musk released uh, a bunch of information regarding the um, I guess the, the cover secret up nature of the Hunter, Hunter and Biden laptop. Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's part part and partial, but I I mean that's going to be the headline as it was, yeah. but it was a whole bunch of stuff including um what's the word they used during the Trump administration? Um collusion? Yeah. Yeah. Like collusion with the FBI and other other intel agencies uh, which uh, we, we find a little bit um a little bit troubling. But uh, I guess uh, this uh, Matt Tiabi is that how you pronounce it? Tiabi. 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 Um, yeah. He, you know, he was uh, entrusted with the with the uh, Twitter drop. I guess it was on in in on his feed. I think they I think they're also on his Substack. Why was he entrusted with it? Do you know? Uh, because he's he's kind of a lefty, but up until Saturday was recognized as a straight shooter. But now yeah, that he, he's but now that he's putting out the truth right. now they're they're oh, demonizing him yeah. yes yeah. Yeah. yeah but a little background he's an american author journalist podcaster blah 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 uh report on finance media politics and sports uh former um contributor and with this gives you a little little gist former contributing editor to the rolling stone magazine um i don't know if, if anybody even reads that anymore uh author of several books co-host of useful idiots which is interesting because that the way it's titled it can go either way and publisher of a newsletter tk news on substack which apparently is another uh, place to go get your stuff as it were um yeah so he was you know he was entrusted like you said joe great guy great guy until you know last week yeah um and let's remind everybody elon musk was a darling of the left, left until six months ago when he talked about buying Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and and in fact, uh, I think Elon Musk is still actually one of the biggest um, federal contractors um, out there. He's got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, I imagine, yeah. So, um, 
you know, the, the link stuff, the, the rocket ships, the cars, uh, and God knows what else that's, you know, under the, under the top secret, uh, moniker. Uh, by the way, I believe there was another, uh, author, uh, that was, uh, given this material, uh, Barry Weiss, uh, formerly of, uh, I believe she used to write for New York times. Uh, yeah, that, the name escapes me, but, um, but basically what we're trying to shoot at is we're not going to read off all these because everybody can read. Um, the, uh, the audience isn't going to necessarily be, you know, woed or change their minds or anything like that. You want to read them, find them. They're out there. Um, yeah, well, take... I, I brought her name up for a particular reason. I'll, bring, gotcha. I'll get back to it later. All right. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, but what we're trying to do is something a little different like we always do and, and kind of bring in some of the, the, the nefarious figures and try to link it. So it doesn't, it's not a standalone event, I guess you could say. No, no. Uh, so, it, which, which leads me, so that's why these clips are going to be interesting. It leads me to our first uh, nefarious little bastard, uh, Joel Roth. I'm sorry, Ro- Joel. Joel Roth. I don't know what they were thinking when they named him, but it, Joel rolls off your tongue, Joel not so much. Um, it sounds like a douchebag. Well, That's probably the, what they were thinking about. In, <laughs> well, in, in Yiddish, it comes across quite, you know, smoothly. Well, well uh, thank you. I, 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 um, I'm going to have to take your word for that, or I'll have to get my translator out. Um, Yol Roth. It, it sounds like a bad ice cream flavor, but anyway, um, it does about. I don't, no, no attacks on his, on the guy. Um, I'm not, <laughs> It's a little late for that, but all right. Yeah. Well, twi- the guy's Twitter's uh, was uh, um, Twitter's uh, head of um, site integrity. Uh, when he was working for Twitter, he, he oversaw the uh, the groups in charge of creating and enforcing Twitter's policies um, regarding what spam, it, platform it, manipulation, APIs, and access, and the company's efforts to identify and attribute state-sponsored information operations. All would he work. have been considered like the head twit? Yeah. Also, from what I understand, the guy who who uh, iced uh, Trump. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and and I suggest because we're going to play a clip, but I suggest you you um, you search him out and do a little research on your own, if nothing else, just to get a picture of him. And he, he probably, I, I think he's like in what's that the uh, FTX guy's name? Um, Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried. He looks like his skinny cousin. Um, we'll leave it at that. But, um, and I'm pretty sure they, sh- they share DNA. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he, he's obviously no longer at the Twitter. Um, but he did, this is one of his most recent, uh, um, for, for all intents and purposes in, in this particular case, um, labeled, uh, satire sites like Babylon B and, uh, libs of TikTok as being dangerous. And he, he actually met yeah. with the FBI on a regular basis while working for Twitter yep to discuss the suppression of various information and accounts. So that's interesting. The clip is really interesting. Um, what's funny is to me, if you listen to the clip and we'll, we'll discuss it shortly, he demonstrates the left's lack of humor. And I know that sounds, Oh, so what? Well, it's very important that you have a sense of humor in this world. Um, and this guy's a, um, he, he's a piece of work. But let me find up his clip and I'll just play this and let me know if it's loud enough. Okay, Babylon B, which is what got him to buy the thing, I think. That's the that's, that's right, the one which is which was not particularly funny. The Babylon B's man of the year is Rachel Levine. <laughs> not funny. Yeah. Um, that is funny. And, and you can it's hilarious. I didn't agree they should have taken that down, but go ahead. You know, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting to think about what the competing tensions around that are. And I, w- I want to start by acknowledging that um, the targeting and the victimization of the trans community on Twitter is very real, very life-threatening, and extraordinarily serious. Um, we have seen from a number of Twitter accounts, including libs of TikTok notably, that there are orchestrated campaigns that particularly are singling out a group that is already particularly vulnerable within society. Oh and so. Yeah, not only is it not funny, but it is dangerous and it does contribute to an environment that makes people unsafe in the world. So let's start from a premise that it's fucked up. But then again, let's look at what Twitter's written policies are. Twitter's written policies prohibit misgendering, full stop. And the Babylon Bee 
in the name of satire, misgendered Admiral Rachel Levine. Twitter <laughs> nominally, but it's still misgendering. Okay. And you know, you can there can be a very long and, and academic discussion of, of satire and sort of the lines there. Interestingly, uh, Apple tried to tease out this question of satire and political commentary in their own guidelines, which I think are, are also fraught. But you know, we landed on the side of enforcing our rules okay. as written. And that's how it got bought by Elon Musk, just in case you're interested. Um, he was mad about that. I remember that. Oh. So, well, he so, was, was misgendered. So, he, 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 was, he was born with a penis. That's, he's been gendered. How's that misgendered? That guy's an asshole. Well, no, it, it's worse than that. He's just, a, uh, he, he is a lunatic, uh, true believer. This is the guy, him and his comrades, who want your children coming to drag shows and and getting up on stage and and dancing and touching trannies and reading uh, um, books on sodomy to them in in grade school? That is who this Yoel Roth guy is. Make no mistake, dude. Just stop right now. Yeah, Yoel he, Roth is a has a PhD. Yeah. Okay, a- this guy. Uh, and I don't want to get into this to, to the uh, freakish sexual aspect of it, particularly because that we could just, it, like yeah. Paul always says, first of all, it's low hanging fruit. No, Secondly, I'm, I'm just we saying, could, having that guy as head of trust and safety in in a in a functional society, yeah. that guy would be in an insane asylum. He well, would no, no, he would be considered a lunatic. You're exactly right. The point is, this the, what what I'm taking from that clip. And dovetailing what, what what you said, this man is talking about dangerous language. Yeah. Language is dangerous now. Okay, mm. that's what he's preaching. So therefore, because he believes language is dangerous, then he can go onto this this cesspool that they call Twitter, and he has the right. It's the same pro, It's the same concept as if everybody's a Nazi, then I have the right to kill the Nazis, punch a Nazi. It's yeah. the same thing. Hit that his mental his warped mentality brings him to that level where. Everything he's saying, he believes. And by the way, libs of TikTok, you know what libs of TikTok is, right? Oh, yeah. They take liberal examples and just repost them. That, that, yep. That's essentially what they it is. They take clips off of TikTok yeah. of psychopaths, normally uh, teachers or, or um, uh, at least a lar- in large part. Yeah, yeah. Teachers, uh, you know, bragging of what they're uh, brainwashing your kids with. Yeah, and I oversimplified it, but that's and and all she does, a single person, all she does is yeah. is is repost them in a in a nicer format. Um, yeah. But this guy is telling you that that's dangerous. The Babylon Bee, which is obviously a satire site, and and Rachel Levine being the man of the year was probably one of the funniest things they've ever done, because um, not only was it satire, it was um, it was realistic satire. Like, are you freaking kidding me? The joke is on us, right? Yeah. You know. But anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on this idiot. But the fact of the matter is, once again, yeah, I have to say it, that mentally ill person was meeting while working at Twitter with the FBI weekly, frequently to suppress and negotiate the suppression of accounts right down to to particular people. I know I'm not going to get down into the weeds on this, but there was actually small follower people um, from different cities that were being reported. And uh, like brown shirts, and they were being completely dismissed. Their their accounts yeah. are being completely um, suspended because a local politician didn't like what they were saying. And, and the question you have to ask yourself is why is the FBI getting involved in this? Well, the, they have no business being. Funny there. you should say that. Yeah. Well, that's just that's just a a, a lever of the Biden administration's corrupt um, uh, power. Uh, to skirt the Constitution. Sure. Well, they, they they, well, there's a there's a perfect explanation then, because they have absolutely no business dealing with anybody with Twitter, Facebook, or any other social media sites. Except well, the only reason they have to do it is exactly what you just well, said. It, you know what, Joe? Because they got involved. Okay, if they weren't, if there was no federal agency involved with any of this stuff, this would be considered a public place. Right. Um, Correct. Na- now that they're involved, this is a federal perpetrated censorship, which is a direct breach. This is a federal law being broken. 
Right. So now that 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 couples it that puts it together, and why this isn't being preached from every freaking news outlet, and you know, obviously I'm being rhetorical. I know why they're not saying it because they're all part of it. Yeah. It's the cabal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and and let's be grown up about this. They do. The government does have to have uh, people monitoring and and have some kind of contact, like the CIA monitoring. You know, ISIS groups or the or CIA whatever. better not be monitoring them within the confines of, of the United States. I know that. Well, or FBI. I, I, what I understand uh, what Paul. No, the CIA what, would never do that. Yeah. I mean, come no, on. no. But I what Paul is saying, and you know, for the for the safety and for you know for our country. But the, the thing is, it's not it's not about for the safety of our country. No, no. This is something different. This right. is going, it, this it, is going it, after. If they're gonna, if they want to monitor. Um, social media sites and they want to do if they want to like underground monitor situations that's as long as it's in the best interest of our country and in the safety of our country well we know that it's that it has nothing to do with that because what our borders wouldn't be open i mean i can go on and on and and there's a lot they're not and and then of course it's, it's, it's politically motivated we can directly link this back to the patriot act you know right yes from adder bush but anyway um to jump along here, because you know we're we're gonna we're gonna be uh, tight on time as it is. Um, we have to go back a little ways, and uh, some of you people might remember this, but we have to go back back to the uh, Zuckerberg Rogan um, FBI um, interview where he inadvertently admitted it. I'm not really sure, uh, but uh, I'll play it and you and we'll talk about it. There was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York Post. Yeah. So you guys censored that as well. The FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team. It was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was we we thought there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of, um, uh, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So be vigilant. Uh, under- yeah, I like that. Oh, but, Oh, by, by the way, uh, I can, I can hear the FBI talking like that, but yeah. well, by the way, you might you know, come on. And, and by the way, they had already had Hunter Biden's laptop for right. a month when they did this. Yeah, so they knew that it was not Russian. They, yeah. they knew exactly what was on there. That is that is the glue that puts us together. This wasn't the the FBI. It, we were told by several people that the FBI came to Facebook and Twitter to explain that they might be there might be a hack, there right might be disinformation, yeah. and it'll be regarding Hunter Biden. And we that, and they and already they knew both, yeah. without with, with there was it's irrefutable they already had the information uh, in hand not, and knew that knew that listen, it was a lie. Not only that, the FBI had this laptop and they knew what was on it and they knew that that there was there was minors, underage prostitution, underage girls on this laptop. They knew that there there was so many blatant federal laws broken on this that they could see. And they did absolutely nothing about it. They could care less. Well, it's worse than that because that's Hunter. Who cares? I mean, it's it's a problem. But the dealings uh, that Biden, uh, Hunter Biden, was selling influence in the White House to China, to uh, Ukraine. These are are seditious acts. Of course. This is, that Biden, Joe Biden, lied about yes. and was involved in, and it was all covered up. Well, uh, that's exactly uh, that's what I was talking about. These are blatant laws that are that have been broken. That are th- you don't have to even like. Here you go. It's like handed to him on a silver platter. Oh, you want me? To, you Nothing want me, to see here. You want me to get you to yell louder? Because check this out. Now it's uncovered. And nobody's and doing they, anything about and it. They're still doing nothing about it. Yeah, nothing to see there. Don't worry. We're the we're the federal government. I'm the president yeah. of the United States. I control everything. Fuck all of you people. Yeah, but, we'll, I mean, but, but we'll continue to uh, indict and prosecute anybody that we want to for any stupid reason. And, we and we'll to. continue to have these pretend elections. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's the problem. They they're all the CIA, all the the intel agencies. Uh, they're all whole, they are wholly corrupt. Yeah. 
completely. And they uh, uh, lied in order to influence a presidential election. And what Trump said about, you know, putting aside, you know, some constitutional rules or whatever, as far as the election goes, that's the first hopeful thing I've heard from him in two years. Well, I remember you saw how they twisted that, right? Yeah, they're calling him yeah. the devil over that. Oh, he wants to get rid of the Constitution. When, when this happened back in November 20, he should have instituted martial law. He should have suspended anything going forward and forced uh, uh, investigations, uh, um, uh, yeah, well, judicial as, hearings, whatever. whatever as it, it turned looked. out, that would have been the right thing to do. Yes. And, he should, yeah. and he should have put half of Congress and half of the House in in uh, Guantanamo also. Yes. Well, you know what the difference is between the, what Trump said and what the Democrats are doing? Trump actually said it or typed it or te- whatever out loud. They're doing it yeah. tenfold and not saying a word about it. The, the, just the simple fact, and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but just the simple fact that that um, our, our uh, illustrious uh, commander-in-chief was an uh, one-hour drive from the border just the other day and was asked about it. Why didn't you go to the border? He said he had more important things to do. Um, yeah, go get that ice alone, cream. That alone is a, it, it, he, I mean, that's just one of his only two duties. Yeah. So anyway, um, that brings us to Mr. Jim Baker. Yes, Mr. Baker. Mr. So Baker. We, uh, you got a little background on Baker? Uh, you know what? I, I have very little on Jim Baker, only because um, I, I was going to leave it to you on this one, but I will uh, say that he obviously was a lawyer um, when I say was a lawyer for Twitter until recently, because lo and behold, he was caught probably in one of uh, um, Musk's traps censoring. And uh, I guess you could say the release of the stuff yes. that Musk said he wanted to release. And people are scratching yeah. their heads saying, and well, what they don't know is that Jim Baker used to be a top um, legal strategist lawyer for FBI. say it with me, FBI. Not only that, this partisan hack was one of the original guys who who pushed the uh, Russiagate bullshit. He he yep. lied about uh, the the Alpha Bank stuff with Trump, saying that uh, there was uh, bank involvement with Russia. He lied to the FISA court in order to get a warrant to spy on Trump's team. He lied during the uh, who was it Sussman, uh, yeah. and and got the first impeachment going uh, of Trump after the uh, the uh, what was it the Ukraine phone call. Yeah, this guy's not a good man. This guy is dirty as all hell. Why yeah. isn't he in prison? Well, <laughs> I don't I don't remember if he was if he was under investigation. I think he may have been under investigation by the uh, uh, inspector general uh, and and resigned. And then magically he was hired by Twitter. Uh, let me just let me throw something in right before you continue, because this is kind of important. Uh, I'm, I'm we're, we're going to talk about Vijay Gotti in a minute. Uh, Vijay was a um, a lawyer also for Twitter. Okay, uh, Baker was uh, her boss more or less. Uh, just and, and I'm saying this for a particular reason. Guess how much Vijay was making at Twitter? Uh, Thirty million. Ten a million dollars a year as okay. a lawyer for Twitter. That's freaking retarded. And Jim Baker was her boss per se. So figure that one out. Go ahead. So how much were they paying Baker? I don't know. I don't I don't know. But it was more. Now, here here's the thing. Baker gets in as uh general, you know, lead counsel yep. uh in there. He's obviously an FBI cutout or Intel cutout. Um Well, Jack hired him. I believe it wasn't it, Jack, or was it the the? Uh... Yes, but it, it, you know that somebody in the intel community came to them and said, "Listen, we need this guy on yeah. the inside." Yeah. So when Musk says, "All right, I'm going to release all this information about about what happened," the uh, Matt Taibbi starts going through all this on Twitter. You know, pay, tweet after tweet after tweet. Uh, um, the girl. Oh, geez, I forget her name. Barry Weiss mm-hmm. notices that one of the emails had the date stamp 
date and time stamp removed. And she contacted the the uh, Twitter people. Said, "Wait a minute, what? Who is this? Who is this? Uh, um, Jimmy? Who's this Jim?" Yeah, sounds familiar. And they said, "Oh, that's Jim Baker." And she said her jaw dropped. This guy was almost certainly deleting or redacting. He was he was covering up the release of the cover of, of yeah. the, the yeah. information on the cover up. It, it, it's bla- it's brazen. Yeah. No, it's crazy. So, so the, the stuff that he uh, was uh, redacting, do they have original copies of it? I mean, it's I don't not like know. It's- uh, Musk said, <clears throat> um, he, he, uh, Jack uh, Dorsey asked him something on Twitter this afternoon and Musk said they were, they were probably hiding stuff from you too, uh, uh, and they may have been deleting stuff as well. So I don't know if things have been. You know, you got to imagine yeah. these guys as dirty as they are. This is what they do. They delete. They know stuff. what they're doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. quite honestly, if they didn't delete stuff, that's pretty stupid. You know. So. But yeah, that they this uh, this Baker guy, I, and I wouldn't put it past Musk to have had backups of certain things just to see, uh, do a comparison to see what this guy deleted or what he didn't. And I'm, and I didn't want to talk about Dorsey that much, but I, I don't, I don't trust that guy either. No, um, I don't. He's, he's yeah. trying to cover his ass right now. Yeah, exactly. He's in CYA mode. And the fact of the matter is the, the worst advice he could, he, he gave Musk or he could give to Musk. He gave to Musk by saying, release everything. You know what that <laughs> would do? Let me tell you what, th- this is my theory and what that would do. You release everything. The news cycle will be over in two days. Okay, yeah. the MSM isn't lo- looking at the crap anyway. If yeah. Musk continues to drip and leak this stuff in the dramatic matter that he's doing, at least it'll stretch it's out more the news cycle. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So, uh, I think I think that he gets that. Well, yeah. I get it, so I'm hoping he gets it. And I haven't I haven't made any electric cars. Well, you should send, you should send let, your resume to him. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me tell you a little uh, a couple of little stories about Elon Musk. I I believe, and I've been watching him quite closely for quite a while he's he's a very clever dude here's a couple of stories one was i believe this is from spacex now this is you remember what happened where he like fired everybody you know he, yeah. he doesn't do things the normal way you know he's, he, he'll tell people no more work from home and right. when he sees all these people saying complaining okay fire those guys yeah. you know what i mean he, he finds things out. Now, back in uh, early SpaceX, I believe, one of the ways that he would identify slackers, and I heard this from a friend who knew a guy that worked at SpaceX, and they had a frozen yogurt stand there. And if the line would get too long with people waiting for frozen yogurt, he would take like the last five people in line and fire them. Okay. <laughs> now in Tesla, uh, they used to have leaks. Um, this is years ago. Somebody was leaking stuff to the New York times or whatever, some, some outlet. What Musk did was he sent an email to every employee in the company saying, you know, stop leaking or wh- whatever it said. I don't know the exact, but it wasn't identical emails. They looked identical, but to each person, they inserted a double space between two words somewhere in the email, and they identified which one went to each employee. So when it got leaked, they were able to use it as a fingerprint and ID the guy that was leaking the information. Yeah. All right. Now, he did similar things um, prior to this release, like when he did the um, the, the, uh, poll, he did a Twitter poll right, to ask right. whether it should bring Trump back. Now he knew most likely Trump wasn't going to come back. He did that to identify bots that the left uses hmm. and not only the left, but our government, CIA, FBI, even our military has bots. That's a well-known story. Uh, they use it to push opinions if you ever go on and yeah, you see sure. you know you see 100 people saying basically the same thing that's where it comes from 
It's either that or, yeah, the mainstream media does it constantly. So I'm wondering if he if he set this guy up. Oh, yeah, quite possibly. You know what I mean? Quite possibly. But um, <laughs> why wouldn't he, you know? But, well, that would be the smart thing to do. That's very clever. And, you know, not a lot of people can think that way. I, I can't. I'm not a, you know, I, I don't have that kind of imagination, that creative no, uh, no, no! Don't cut please. yourself. Don't cut yourself short because you absolutely can think that way. All right. Well, I, I appreciate that. Hopefully, well, yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't going to give you any credit, but yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't consider myself creative. Let Let's put it that way. Yeah. Don't uh, worry. Really? Don't. Okay. <laughs> now you're now you're trolling for freaking compliments. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. You uh, no, Yeah. You got your I, I, coming from you guys. That's uh, no, that's, that's a, hilarious. That's a but, solid. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. No, anyway, no so it, you know, it remains to be seen. Um, you still talking? I, <laughs> I, I, I like, home and get your fucking shine box. I'd like to see what uh, what comes out. Like if they can see, yeah, what that's going to be. That's going to be a story in itself. Yeah. Right, right. Anyway, um, it, let, let's uh, let's jump to uh, uh, suspect number four, Vajaja uh, um, Vijay uh, Gotti. However you pronounce it, I don't know. I can never get those names down, but Twitter's. This is a piece from Breitbart. I'm going to skim over because this is she's a pretty interesting gal. Uh, Twitter's former censorship queen, uh, Vijay J. Gotti, uh, who played a key role in suppressing the bombshell Hunter Biden laptop story ahead of the 2020 presidential election, as well as suspending former President Donald Trump's account, um, was almost on President Joe Biden's misinformation council. How about that? Oh, um, she wasn't. I, I thought I heard she was hired. They didn't hire her? No. No, okay. um, she ends up being part of the what do they what do they call it? Um, uh, Fang further pointed out that Gotti was appointed to the DHS panel um, in December 2021 as part of the team uh, crafting policy for combating misinformation and disinformation impacting security of critical infrastructure. So yeah, that's CISA. That's the same thing. That's their yeah yeah that, that's, that's, that's the, the misinformation bureau. You know, change the name. You know right. Right. So, so this is a, this is an interesting gal here. And what was the, um, yeah, the board, which ended up uh, being terminated in August, um, was to be led by Nina Jankowicz. You no, know, that, that crazy broad that used to sing on, on TikTok. Uh, she that, Oh, Mary Poppins. Her. Yeah, they, she, yeah, exactly. She would be the disinformation czar who was dropped from the DHS after public scrutiny. Um, and now officially registered as a foreign agent. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So, um, and, and let me say, like, like my buddy says, Miguel says, you can make this shit up, man. Um, this is unbelievable. It's just, I, I don't want to even say incestuous because that, that sounds like a nice word compared to this. Is This is so, it's like Medusa's hair. Um, yeah, it, the, it, the, the rot, the, the cancer has so metastasized throughout our, our um, ruling class, I guess, I don't know what you want to call the it. Elites. The elites. I like to whatever. call them the elites. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't like uh, that one either, but it, it's a colloquial You have to say it term. with me. You have to, you have to kind of roll your tongue when you say it. Yeah. There's no, even though there's no R in it, yeah. <laughs> they're the elites. But anyway, she's. it's disgusting. And we're not even freaking... We're just scraping the surface yeah. just to let people know, because that's what I'm not going to do your homework for you. I'm not your mommy, but you, but you can definitely get some uh, information from this, uh, you know, this, this podcast and do some research because like my father always used to say, when I asked how to spell a word, he'd say, look it up. Well, dad, you already know what it means or how to spell it. Yeah. But if you look it up, you'll never forget. And that yeah. was his version of the, you know, teach him to fish. He'll never go hungry. That was his mm-hmm. version of don't be a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's back when you could say that to your kids, and uh, the neighbors right. would look at you like you were crazy. Um, but he one of my all-time, ass. yeah, one of my all-time favorite um, uh, government officials. Uh, I, I I found a clip from her, and and um, I really, <laughs> I really like to introduce her with a, with a particular intro because uh, okay. it really gets the it gets us in the mood. So. Okay, here. This is a little clip from yours truly, Carol Jean Pierre, um, and this is this is her take on what she thinks about these drops. 
We see this as a, a an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that uh, uh, I that may. he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform, and uh, how they're letting it happen. This isn't we we see this as an interesting, uh, you know, cons, uh, you know, coincidence, uh, and uh, we, and you know, it's a distraction. Jim. Um, she is stupid. It's a distraction, man. and that is not okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that it, is one stupid broad. Yeah. It's it. It's almost not fair. It's almost but, not fair. And here's the thing: the the regime mouthpieces like her work hand in glove with all the major corporate media: CNN, New York yeah. Times, Wapo. And that same narrative will go out. Eh, it's just a distraction. There's nothing there. Oh, it, all, it already has in, in verbatim. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It, and it, that, it, you know what that tells you? Somebody is writing that script. Yeah. It sure. doesn't even make sense. No. No, if you, notice, if you notice, she said, oh, oh most of it, it's, a, it, it's kind of a second side-hand admission. As you know already, most of it's second-hand news. It's old news already. Oh, so you already knew that the Hunter Biden laptop was a cover-up story. Oh, so you already knew that. And then you know what really insults me? The fact that she's talking about anti-Semitism. She doesn't, first of all, she couldn't spell it if she had a dictionary. Secondly, she doesn't care about anti-anything. Okay, no. she's a triple freaking checkbox. Yeah. You know, this woman cares about nothing. She still, she still can't even figure out how she got her job. And by the way, I'm not a fashion uh, consultant, but she can't figure out how to put lipstick on either. Yeah. What do you think she gets paid? <sighs> well, she's, uh, a, she's on a government salary, so probably yeah, not that much. So 170000 or whatever they, they make. Yeah, know. plus all the $100 bills that they stuff in her purse for you know for not answering Peter Doocy. Yeah, $170,000 yeah. a year to be, yeah. what, to be a moron? Well, no, she <laughs> was be a, a moron <laughs> before she, she started getting paid. I mean, but she Jeez. said the right thing. She used to be on... You know, NBC all the time calling Trump Hitler and yeah. white people are, are bad. And she oh, she's anti-white. She knows about anti-whiteism. Yeah. And right. by the way, anti-Semitism is almost all of it coming from the black community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's and it's miscategorized as well. But that's you know. yeah. Um, and another thing I want to point out about uh, her <laughs> particular is. What people forget because they they try to figure out if it's real or if it's a Saturday Night Live skit, so they forget she's the spokesperson for the president of the United States. Yeah. Well, so. I got a question: If she's making one hundred seventy thousand dollars a year, <laughs> you think she could get a fucking hairdresser that makes her that could do something with that freaking mop on her head? Joe, you want to know the funny part, Joe? She has right? a hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that is I, a hair. Here, if you contact the White House hairdresser, maybe <laughs> maybe send a package, some little wool strips, okay? Oh and, uh... man! <laughs> yeah, like a, All right, a... we got to get out of this one. <laughs> it's Jean Pierre. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's. Uh... That's just ridiculous. That whole thing's ridiculous. But hey, how about all right? Not to change the subject. Are we are we almost done with this topic? I'm really, <laughs> yeah. I'm really, I'm getting bored with it already. It's like ridiculous. What are they? Well, it's it's out there. Okay, you got the evidence. Start start arresting people already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. I um, want to talk about Whitey Bolt. What's his name? Whitey. Uh... Whitey Bulger. Yeah, yeah he was, I, I they, don't know. If, I don't him. know if he was just killed or just the report came out. No, 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 they killed him. They they beat him to death. It was just recently. Yeah. yeah. How did we get on Whitey Bulger? Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, let's let's focus here. Man. We'll do we'll do next <laughs> week on Whitey. What Bulger. do we say? Put a pin on. I would love to do a story on Whitey. Yeah, well, yeah. he's dead. He's dead. Well, we'll have to do one quick before the body gets cold. Uh, but, uh, one one other point. Make no mistake. Elon Musk is his life is at risk here. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely, and he knows it. And I guarantee you, he's got a security team 
on yeah. on himself he, and his entire family. I tell you what, he, he, have you ever heard of somebody called Marky Mark? Yep. I, I don't know who he is, but I guess he's some Hollywood guy or something, or an actor. Or... Right. Oh, Mark Wahlberg? That's Marky Mark. No. Is that Marky Mark? Yeah. Oh. Is okay. it? Well, yeah. anyway, this guy Marky Mark saw him coming out of the airport two or three days ago, just two days ago, I think it was, and he yelled, oh, hey, can I get your autograph? Musk was came out of the airport, and it was a Tesla, you know, one of the big yeah. models or whatever. The team he had around him, you know, I'm no military guy or corporate security, but I'll tell you what, these were freaking pros, man. Just the Probably way from they, South Africa. Just yeah. the just the way they moved, right. you know, heads on a swivel, uh, the stances they had. These were serious freaking dudes that were surrounded yeah. Elon Musk. They moved like professional dancers. There you go. Maybe yeah. I can get on that team. That'd be a good job for me. I could help him out. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and it makes sense. You know, the richest yeah. guy oh, in the world, yeah. he's, he's going to take the cream of the crop. You know what I mean? Of Listen, yeah. he's got, think about it. The gov- the United States government is probably one of the biggest assassins in the world. And oh. they and they've got their they've got are you kidding me? They've got they they got they're watching him. We, <laughs> we talked about not putting a target, man. Oh. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> are you kidding me? The American the our government has killed more people. <laughs> Yeah, these guys were like ex Blackwater or or ex. <laughs> well, it's uh, funny because ex Blackwater is ex military. Yeah, they're right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but but private military, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> that's just... who you send to do your dirty work. Those are the guys who always get in trouble because, like, they got there are no rules. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> that, well, in 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 my day, or I should say, back in the day, in um, they were mercenaries. You know, you could literally, yeah. you know, go in the back of the magazine and hire them. Um, right, right. But anyway, one more clip to wrap this up, kind of, um, and because I had to make a particular point that I've been trying to make for a long time, and some people just disagree with me. Um, <laughs> the, the, no, the, I, I feel seen here. I feel you feel like you should feel like a target. The, the mainstream <laughs> media has been silent on all this for obvious reasons. Because first of all, they put their uh, their oppositeists. So anything we do, they have to do the opposite. Even if we were handing out gold, they would have to not hand out gold because that's it's petulant. The left are is petulant. They're babies. That's what they do. Um, and it used to be, and you listen to this clip too. It used to be, you know, Twitter was was uh, it was only a very small small percentage of of social media out there. Including Facebook eats it up. Even even uh, Instagram eats it up. Um, but because it was slated as the meeting place for the elites, yeah. um, it was okay when we did it. But listen to this this clip, and you'll see exactly what I mean. It's a cesspool now, but it, but um, because they don't have control anymore, it's it's um it, it's no good. Joining me now is the aforementioned Roger McNamee. He's the co-founder of Elevation Partners. As I said, he's an early investor in Google and Facebook. He is the author of the best-selling and important book, Zucked, Waking Up to the Facebook Catastrophe. And he's an advisor for the group Stop Hate for Profit, a great friend to our show. Roger, good to see you again. Thank you for being with us this morning. Always a pleasure, Alex. People like you and me who dwell in this world, uh, journalists, politicians, some celebrities, uh, are all lamenting the idea that Musk is wrecking Twitter. Is it necessarily a bad thing that he's wrecking Twitter? Is it a is it a bad thing that Twitter might actually disappear or or sort of collapse? Ali, I think if Twitter actually disappeared completely, that probably would be a good thing for democracy. It'd probably be a good thing for public health and public safety. I think that's the least likely outcome. I think what Musk is doing is he's killing Twitter as we know it. And the reason that matters is that Twitter, while only maybe less than 10% the size of Facebook, less than a quarter the size of Instagram, it punches above its weight because it's the platform that politicians, journalists, and celebrities use. And so it has a disproportionate influence on our political conversations and on how people understand news. What Musk is doing is he's essentially going in and imposing his worldview. He's made the thing into a soap opera with himself as the lead character. 
And in the process, he's drawn an enormous amount of attention for himself, which is, I think, the, the goal here. And he's doing it by basically just thumbing his nose at what was the Twitter establishment. What a pretentious prick. Okay. Yeah, I mean, wait a yeah. minute. I, I got to say, I, I, you, you sounded like this was going to refute what I've been saying. He just backed up what I've been saying, that it punches above its weight because this is where all the news No, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to have to cut you off right there. No, 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 no. How, how did I know you were going to twist that to your favor? What, what he was saying, what, what he was saying with his freaking intellectual dwarfism was that, well, you know, when it started, first of all, when Twitter started, nobody was on it. They were begging people right. to get on it. And still, as a, such a small little marketplace, what he was saying was, in my humble opinion, and factually, if, if I might add, was that when we elites, didn't you hear him in the beginning? Oh, for people like me and you that dwell in this environment, you know, the elites, the semi-celebrities, we turn Twitter into an important factor in life, even though it amounted to less than 10% of any freaking thing. And then, oh, and then Musk comes along, that that uh, that crass billionaire, and suddenly, huh, huh, it's all about him. So what they're saying was they created, there was a self-inflicted wound. They created something that they thought was something special when in fact it was just nothing more than an echo chamber so they could have a big giant circle jerk and then musk came along and said yeah not so fast <laughs> okay i'm done yeah you, you you hopefully you can edit that part out because your descendants might listen to it and you know uh, which part <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah nine oh, nine, 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 nine paul stop <laughs> All the power is on Twitter. That's why everybody's losing their shit. It's just as simple as that. And what and what is Musk really doing except for exposing the truth and, and supporting free speech? He's giving both sides a say. I mean, he brought Kathy freaking Gifford back to the, back in, gave her back her her uh, uh, um her what do you call it her? Yeah, well, that, that guy included is celebrities, which you know. Perhaps there are some smooth-brained, you know, citizens that are influenced by. I don't know, um, but I was expecting more, um, a more pushback from you. So, oh. right now, so, not rather than just telling me to edit my statement. <laughs> you, really, but free you, speech you is free. It, free speech is free speech. It's free speech for everybody. There's no such thing as hate speech. It's free speech. If 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 I say something hateful and you don't like it. Don't listen to me. I have the right to say it. You block that person. That's it. Yeah. You, Basically, you, know? you change the channel. You know? That's it. That's it. But that's so. not the problem. That's a, that's a red herring. And What's by the, the way, problem? anytime you hear these people uh, stop hate for profit or whatever, right. they're either funded by George Soros sure. or it's a yeah. CIA cutout, one or the other. It's a narrative building uh, NGO or, or well, think again, tank. like we've always said, this has been a slow boiling pot. We just happen to be living wh wh when the bubbles are starting to get bigger and the pot's actually coming to a boil. This has been going on for a long time. Yeah. You know, um, but and we're, you know. now now we're able to see it. Yeah. Yeah. We're able um, to see it. And then, like Joe said, unfortunately, we're not able to do much about it. That's mm -hmm. a problem. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, and guys, um, whether 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 Musk winds up doing something about it or not, I don't know. Here's here's my sort of future prediction. He wants to build Twitter into something that is going to eat Facebook. It's going to eat Google or YouTube. He's he's going to put um, features on there similar to you know the TikToks and and start eating eating their market share on top of that here's the scary thing my guess he's also using all of the data that runs through twitter every day to yeah. train his artificial intelligence uh, oh, Lord. Uh, yeah stuff so that's a that's a negative i i've told yeah. you he is on my antichrist list right right, right. um small a <clears throat> So it's not all good, but no, no, no. It's it's um it's just nice that uh, um we get to see some of the actual stuff come to the surface. But again, it's 
you know, maybe we're preaching to the choir because the people I talk to are like, what are you talking about? You yeah. Know? They have no idea what's going on. Well, it, it could it could come to the point where they can no longer ignore it. And yeah. and that's what I'm hoping. The slow drip. Um, yeah. And I really believe, and he said it again the other day, he said he's doing this because he believes that what was happening at Twitter was a civilization ending problem. And that's why he bought it. Because yeah, it is I'm not so sure I buy that, but but that's always. I'm always going to go to that. I'm always going to take the path of uh, uh, that Twitter, which is just a little insignificant little um, speck in the overall scheme of things. But that's always going to be my stance. Hey, did and, uh, did, did it you will uh, always yeah. be? But it can be for now. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Did you watch the uh, the race in Georgia, Warnock and? Uh... No, no. I mean, I heard. I saw the results this morning. Yeah, I, I have yeah. to like say if you you look at the map when it was over. And Georgia is like ninety five percent red. Yeah, yeah. And but there's you got a Atlanta. Co- there's a couple yeah. of blue blotches, yeah. and and it's amazing. I mean, it's like ninety five percent of the state, you know, voted Republican. Well, if you look at this, if you look at the whole country, county by county, yeah. that's exactly what it looks like. But so we, what do you think they do between elections? They're they're all they do is freaking redistrict this and move this and move this and slide this because they know it only you only need a couple of counties to win a yeah, state. Oh, I, already, I, I told Paul that they're already printing ballots for yeah. the 2024 election. Well, we better start printing. So anyway, yeah, that's guys, not, that, that's not our our side's nature, yeah. though. You yeah, know what no, I mean? no, we're we're all about fairness and losing. Yeah. Um, but we, we beat this horse until it, uh, it, it is no longer breathing um, longer than I thought it would go. But I think it was pretty good. And uh, I hope we get some good feedback and um, hit up uh, the, the website now. Uh, it is uh, the number 10 MMM. That's three M's dot O-R-G. Um, and you can get the podcast directly from that site. You can contact us uh, if you want. Um, and of course, we're on all the other uh, podcast drops out yes, there and, including and, rumble and that and, is short for 10 million man march it is, it uh, is when we when enough of us gather together we shall sweep across the country and cleanse it and that's what it would take yep that's yeah. what it would take so all right from central uh, florida here in the uh, beautiful um east coast uh i'm gonna say a bit of uh, an adieu and from the uh, not so beautiful central new germany uh good night And good night as well from Northwest New Jersey.